It's a blessing to uh, be here with you all this morning and to worship God together. I don't know about you, but that song that we just sang kind of makes me want to shout Jesus. I love the song, but we never get to the point where we actually shout Jesus. Can we shout Jesus this morning? Is that okay? Are we allowed to do that? So let's on the count of three, let's just say the name of Jesus with all the power um, that maybe we feel when we're singing that song. One, two, three. Jesus. There's power in that name to break every chain. And I'm so excited for the chains that have been broken in my life. And I'm so thankful for what Jesus is doing. Um, He's powerful. This morning, um, you'll have to forgive me if I sound a little bit uh, not quite normal. I feel like God laid something on my heart, so I didn't want to say that I was going to cancel. And I trust that I won't uh, decide to cough. Anyway, God is good. And I'm, I'm thankful for what he has been doing. Um, even this past week, uh, Dom was asking what God has been doing. And I feel like, we'll see how this ties together, but I feel like um, all through this week, it feels like God has been speaking to me about one incident and one situation that happened and I feel like in the last couple weeks, I've, I've been biting my tongue again and again and again because for some reason, I've wanted to share this thing that happened to me. And yeah, maybe I was wronged, um, but it was just crazy to me how many times I felt like God said, no, don't say that. And how many times I wanted to say this thing that happened to me or this situation and um, Anyway, and I'm, basically I've been laying before the Lord saying, why have I had to stop myself so many times? Why is it that I want to say uh, what I want to say, this thing that where I was wronged or where I felt like I was wronged? And what is going on in my heart? And it's amazing that as we sit in places like that with God, with the Holy Spirit, um, he reveals to us why. And maybe the reason why I so much wanted to speak these words that would um, were negative towards somebody. And in those places, I just have been repenting and saying, God, forgive me for, for, for whatever's in my heart, for those feelings of wanting to put somebody down and make me more like yourself. So that's just a little openness about some of the things that I've been feeling throughout this week. Um, just several times having the same desire come up in my heart and the Holy Spirit checked that desire, but I'm saying, Lord, why do I have this desire to speak against somebody um, or to set the record straight? Um, for an, just an opening uh, verse this, this morning, Isaiah 61, you don't have to turn there. It says, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he hath clothed me with the garment of salvation He hath covered me with the robe of righteousness as a bridegroom decketh himself with ornaments and as a bride adorneth herself with her jewels. And I trust this morning that 
you have been clothed this morning with that robe of righteousness. I know this morning, as I look at myself, and I look at even, for instance, this week, and those desires that were not pure and were not like Jesus, I am so thankful this morning for the way he is working in my life and for the way he has clothed me in his righteousness. And we, we as believers, we have the privilege, we have the opportunity to be clothed in the garment of salvation. And I'm thankful for that this morning. I'm thankful that um, it is not according to my own righteousness, but it is according to what he has done and through his salvation that I this morning can be like a bridegroom or like a bride decked and adorned for the wedding. And I'd like to look into that just a little bit this morning. There's some very familiar verses, um, but I'm going to, to look in Revelation a bit. I think we'll start in Revelation um, 19. And I trust this morning that God can uh, stir our hearts and can speak to us what he wants to. I believe that uh, we live in a fast-paced world. We live in a world where there's many things that distract us. And I believe that God wants to draw our hearts to himself. And I trust this morning that this can be a time and a safe place where we can um, just ask God to search me. Know me and try me and see if there's any wicked way in me. And that, he, and that he would continue to lead us in his way everlasting. So, uh, Revelation 19, we know that this is rejoicing in heaven. I'm just going to read um, verses 1 through 9. After this I heard what seemed to be the loud voice of a great multitude in heaven crying out, Hallelujah! Salvation and glory and power belong to our God, for his judgments are true and just, and he has judged the great prostitute who corrupted the earth with her immorality and has avenged on her the blood of his servants. Once more they cried aloud, Hallelujah, the smoke from her goes up forever and ever. And the 24 elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshipped God, who was seated on the throne, saying, Amen, hallelujah. And from the throne came a voice, saying, Praise our God, all you his servants, you who fear him, small and great. Then I heard what seemed to be the voice of a great multitude Like the roar of many waters and like the sound of a mighty peals of thunder crying, Hallelujah, for the Lord our God, the Almighty, reigns. Let us rejoice and exult and give him the glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready. It was granted It was granted her to clothe herself with fine linen, bright and pure, for the fine linen is the righteous deeds of the saints. And the angel said to me, write this, blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, these are 
the words of God. We'll, we'll pause reading there. Um, I'm grateful this morning to be in a building with saints who have given them, themselves over to Christ. Salvation, most of us have been born again. We are saved. And that's a beautiful thing. And when we read down through these, this portion, it excites me to think about the day of the marriage supper of the Lamb and to be in this place where there is rejoicing and the hallelujahs and bowing down before the Lamb and all of these things that are pictured here. Um, what a beautiful, beautiful time that we all have to look forward to. But I do believe along with that, uh, that great, it says, I heard it, the voice of a great multitude like the roar of many waters. And I get excited about the thought of that time and that great multitude, like the roar of many waters sounding out those hallelujahs before the Lamb. And what a beautiful time that is going to be. And I get excited for that day. But I do believe as we are here on this earth, that time is not fully come. This is something that we have to look forward to this day when we will be there um, with, our, with our Savior, with our King forever and ever. But the part that I want to specifically bring out to us this morning is just that it talks about that the bride has made herself ready and it was granted for her to be clothed in fine linen, bright and pure. For the fine linen is the righteous deeds of the saints. And this morning, you know, we know that it's not by works of righteousness, but it is only through Jesus Christ that we can be, stand before him, pure and holy, only dressed in his righteousness. But on this earth, we could say that this earth is a kind of a boot camp for us as believers. There is... There is a, a period where we, as believers, continue to get ourselves ready. The Bible says that the bride will be pure and holy. And it is going to be pure and holy not because of our perfection, but it is going to be, be because of his perfection. But I want to lift our hearts up this morning just to the thought of the bride of Christ, the pure and holy bride of Christ. I know that each one of us... As believers, we look forward to that day. And if this morning you are not a believer, if, you're, if your sins have not been forgiven by the blood of Jesus, I want to encourage you that there is no time better than the present to give up and to surrender and to allow yourself to your sins to be forgiven and you can be clothed in his righteousness. You know, there are many people who try a lot of different ways to attain freedom, to attain even salvation, or to find themselves rightly related to God. And there is nothing except for the blood of Jesus that can rightly relate us to our God and can bring us into fellowship with him. In uh, earlier in Revelation, it talks about some of the, the different letters to 
uh, the different churches, and it talks, one of those churches is, um, it, it talks about the church in Sardis, and it says, Thou hast a few names, even in Sardis, which have not defiled their garments, and they shall walk with me in white. And I know this morning that it is not by works of righteousness, it is through the blood of Jesus. But I want to challenge our hearts this morning that this time that we live on this earth, it is like a boot camp. It is an opportunity for us to allow God to do his work in our lives. There are many, many different kinds of impurities in the world that we live in. And I think we're very familiar with those things. But my challenge for us this morning is in what ways, possibly, are those impurities having an effect in my life? God, I desire to be a pure and holy bride for you, set apart, zealous for good works. But what are the things that are pulling me back? What are the, the hindrances that are keeping me um, defiled? You know, I believe that Jesus' blood does wash but then many times as we live in this world, we find ourselves uh, picking up maybe here, maybe there, some stains or some spots. Or going back to things that are not according to God's word. And I know that God is desiring to make us pure and holy. Uh, I remember years ago hearing a preacher say, saying this prayer, Lord, make me as pure and holy as it as is possible for you to make a, a human being this side of eternity. Is that my heart this morning? Is that your heart this morning? Or do I just, and where am I okay that, you know, I'm kind of glad for what God has done and I'm satisfied where I am? Or am I willing to go on to the next level? Is my heart continuing to be drawn after Christ more and more? In uh, Revelation 21, it talks about, again, it talks about the bride. Revelation 21, 9, it says, um, in the second part, it says, Come, I will show you the bride, the wife of the Lamb. And, and, and he, was, he was carried away in the Spirit. And anyway, this bride was prepared. And this morning, here at Restoration Church, are we part of that bride? Are we allowing ourselves to become more like Jesus? Are we finding ourselves more and more like he is, or are we allowing the defilements of the world to have a negative effect on that, the purity? I believe that it is through Christ that we can be righteous, that we can be holy. It is not a work salvation, but I also believe that it is as we are more like Christ, you will see us living a lifestyle that is more like Christ. There will be works or deeds coming from our life that bring honor and glory to Christ. So there will be less and less flesh, and there will be more and more life in Christ. Familiar verses that we know in Philippians, talk, talk Philippians 4, finally, brothers, whatsoever is True, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there is 
any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Is that the lifestyle that I'm living, that you're living? More and more of his purity coming out of our life. There are many things that would desire to pull us back or would desire to hinder us. Um, Daniel talked last Sunday from 1 John, and I think we just got a little bit into 3. I don't remember how far we went, but there it talks about that his love is his love is perfecting us or being perfected through us. Are we allowing love to transform us or are we just kind of satisfied? And I think that's the biggest thing on my heart this morning. Am I willing to allow God to take me to the next level or am I kind of just a little bit satisfied? Am I sort of happy with what God has done in my life? Um, As beautiful as that may be, what is the next thing that he wants to do? You know, many times we can, we can look at uh, people who maybe didn't grow up in church, and we see a lot of, um, initially when they're saved, we see maybe a lot of work that God wants to do in their lives. And we give them some grace for that. Maybe for some of us who grew up in church, we kind of feel a little bit more like, well, I kind of, you know, doing pretty good at this thing. Uh, called the Christian life. But this morning, my heart's cry is that we would allow ourselves to step into those next things, whatever it is that God puts his finger on in our life, that we could be pure, that we could be holy, that we could become continually more and more like Jesus and less and less like the world, less and less like who we used to be or who we would naturally be in our flesh. Ephesians 5 talks about, uh, it's talking about husbands loving your wives, and then it talks about, um, verse uh, 25, husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of the water with the word so that he might present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or any such thing that she might be holy and without blemish. So I thank God this morning that Christ does love the church worldwide and even here locally, and he has given himself for this church that he might sanctify us, that he might cleanse us with the washing of the water of the word, and that he might present us to himself in splendor. What does that look like? This morning, um, we don't have any mirrors, but just look at yourself. How are you looking? If Christ would look at you this morning, and not just on the outward, he would look in your heart. He would look at this past week and the things you went through. What does he see? Would he be able to present you in splendor, without spot or wrinkle? Or are there things that you look at and you'd say, wow, he put it, he's, he's been speaking to me about this, or he's been speaking to me about that, and I haven't been wanting to listen. You know, it's easy for there to, for there to be defilement to come into our lives. It's easy for us to find ourselves in a place where we are not without spot or wrinkle. 
But it is his desire, it is Christ's desire that he could present us to the Father one day with, in splendor without spot or wrinkle. That we would be holy and without blemish. And I know that's not going to be our perfection. But this morning, are we surrendering to allow him to do what he wants to do in our lives? Are we actually allowing him to clean us up, cleanse us? Or are we deceiving ourselves? Are we lying to ourselves? Am I lying to myself? Um, Throughout this week, there were many times that I would say, it was easy for me to deceive myself and say, well, I don't know why that thought keeps coming to my mind. But it came to my mind enough that finally I had to say, Lord, something is not right in my heart. And please reveal it. And he's still revealing it to me. And when he reveals we can walk in repentance. We can repent before him and, and say, God, that's me. Remove that darkness from my heart. I want to be more like you, Lord Jesus. Stamp your image on my heart. Lord, clothe me with your salvation. Cover me in your righteousness. And now help me to walk in a different way. There are so many different things that we can be defiled with in this world. And the reality is, I think a lot of those things come in a way that can be deceptive. Uh, Many distractions that we just got kind of used to. But this morning, I believe God wants us to be his bride. He wants us to be pure and holy. He has desired to, to do that in us. He is desiring to do that in each one of us. There's a few verses um, that talk a little bit about God allowing us, allowing God to purify ourselves or to make us more pure like he is. First Peter one uh, talks a little bit about this. It says. First uh, Peter one twenty two and twenty three says, having purified your souls by your obedience of the truth, for a, for a sincere brotherly love, love one another earnestly from a pure heart, since you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable, through the living and abiding word of God. And this morning, uh, that spoke to me this week. Do I really love? the way God wants me to love? Or do I have a wrong heart? This morning, am I willing to allow God to make me as holy as he can make me? Or am I satisfied with where I am right now? The bride has made herself ready. It is God's heart that we would be a bride, ready for Christ's return, whether that's this week or down the road. Am I ready for his return? Am I living in such a way with expectation, with preparation? When you think about a bride, 
and the preparation that goes into that one day, it's not a small matter. It's not something, it's not just a passing thought, but there is much preparation. And where a lot of these verses, where it talks about the bride of Christ, um, it's interesting in Jewish culture and the whole betrothal thing, many, many times the bride didn't know when the bridegroom was coming, but there was preparation going on and there was a focus on that day. And I believe that many times in this world there's a lot of distractions. But I want to just draw our hearts this morning towards that day. Jesus is coming back. And am I in a state, am I living in a state of preparation? Lord, that you would make me more and more like you. Lord, that I could become more and more aligned with God's word, more and more with the holiness of Christ. Each and every day. We're not just here on this earth killing time. We're not just here on this earth just because, you know, God didn't have heaven ready. This is boot camp. This is preparation. We also have the opportunity as believers to share the good news with the world around us. And I believe that's another part of walking as he walked, living as he lived. And I pray that God can help us to walk in this kind of a way and not just do what's easy, not just go uh, end up going down the path of least resistance. That day, the bride will be glorious. And I do believe that according to the scriptures, there are people who think they are part of the bride who actually are not. And those are sobering words. Um, Because there will be people who say on that day, Lord, Lord, haven't we done all these things in your name and haven't we prophesied? And he says, I don't actually even know you. I don't actually have a relationship with you. And I believe that as we look at being prepared to be a pure and holy bride, it is through relationship with Jesus closer and closer uh, each and every day growing closer to him. Allowing him to speak to our hearts and to point out darkness. I believe that God's finger in love, as we allow him, he will continue to point out darkness in our lives. Things that are spots, things that are wrinkles, things that are keeping us from being pure and holy and spotless. So are we willing to enter into that relationship or do we have a lot of other relationships, a lot of other things that sidetrack us, that hinder us, a lot of distractions? Lord, I want to love you more and more, ever expanding, deeper and more into all of what you have for me is my prayer. Second uh, Corinthians 11, I'm going to read a few verses from there.
Here it says, in, in, starting in verse 1, I wish that you would bear with me a little, me in a little foolishness. Do bear with me, for I feel a divine jealousy for you, since I betrothed you to one husband, to present you as a pure virgin to Christ. But I am afraid that as the serpent deceived Eve by his cunning, your thoughts will be led astray from a sincere and pure devotion to Christ. For if someone comes and proclaims another Jesus than the one we have proclaimed, or if you receive a different spirit from the one you received, or if you accept a different gospel from the one you accepted, you put up with it readily enough. Indeed, I consider that I am not in the least inferior to these super apostles. Even if I am unskilled in speaking, I am not so in knowledge. Indeed, in every way, we have made this plain to you in all things. I'll jump down a couple verses. Now, verse 12, and what am I doing? I will continue to do in order to, in order to undermine the claim of those who would like to claim that, that in their boasted mission they work on the same terms as we do. For such men are false apostles, deceitful workmen, disguising themselves as apostles of Christ. And no wonder, for even Satan disguised himself as an angel of light. So it is no surprise if his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. Their end will correspond to their deeds. So we see uh, Paul's heart just that Satan, the serpent who, who deceived Eve, would not be allowed to deceive these believers in Corinth. And this morning, that's my heart. I, I wouldn't, the first part I can't say, but I do believe every one of us here has been betrothed. And my, my prayer is that we, on that last day, we could be, we could, pre, we would be presented as a pure virgin. And there are many things, just like Eve was deceived, there are things that want to deceive us. There's entertainment, there's music, there are many, many things, the lusts of the flesh, the pride of life, all of these things that would desire to deceive us. I do believe that that doesn't change the fact that by God's strength, we can live pure and holy lives. And my prayer this morning is just that we would allow God to speak to our hearts, whether it's a thought whether it's an attitude, whether it's something that is a blatant sin that has been a besetting sin, something that we've just kind of put up with because it's been there and we're kind of used to it, or maybe we've given up hope that we can walk in freedom from it. And this morning I want to just challenge us that he's coming back for a pure and a holy bride. As we enter into relationship with Jesus at salvation, that's just the very, very beginning. Christ is desiring to make us pure and holy like he is. And are you willing to allow him to do that? Are you willing to 
Are you willing to enter into relationship with him to such a level that he can speak to you on a daily basis, that he can challenge you, that he can show you where there is spots, where there is wrinkles, where there is something that is not pure? And are you willing to agree with him and say, yes, God, that is something in my life that needs to go? Or are you comfortable or are you afraid? And I think many times as believers, because of what we grow up with as a church culture, it's easy for us to feel like maybe we're doing fairly well. But I do believe that this morning God's heart is to go beyond those things and to go deeper into the thought, into the motive. This morning I'm thankful, you know, in a service like this, um, yeah, you guys look good. There's a lot of beautiful things here. Um, but I do believe that we, God wants to do more in our lives. He wants to go after the thoughts, the intents of our heart. And those things are something that only he can discern. Maybe we look and say, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. But then God's finger touches deeper. Are you willing to allow him to go deeper? Are you willing to allow him to speak into those places that maybe you felt like you had to protect. This morning, there's, there's nothing that is beyond what the eye of, of God can see. And this morning, it is a safe place to come and say, God, I need you. Forgive me for my attitude. Forgive me for wanting to put somebody else down. Forgive me for maybe it was anger. That I spoke to my child in. Forgive me for not laying down my life for my wife. Forgive me for having an attitude towards someone else in the church. Whatever it might be. You know, this morning maybe maybe we feel like we're doing pretty good because, you know, we didn't curse or swear this week. Or whatever it might be. And I'm all about God working those things in our life. But what about our attitudes? What about our thoughts? What about our motives? There's times when even God puts something on our heart. Maybe it is for someone else in the church. And we take, we get a little flesh involved in it. And we just don't have a pure heart. Maybe we share a prayer request, but our heart is not pure. God wants us to be pure and holy like he is. And this morning, we don't need to be afraid of these places of darkness because we can run to our father. We can run and say, God, yes, that's me. I need forgiveness for my attitude. I need forgiveness for the way, the feelings of pride that I've had, whatever it might be. A few verses from uh, Psalm 51. Have mercy on me, O God. If you don't mind, why don't we just close our eyes as I read this? Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you and you only have I sinned 
and done what is evil in your sight, so that you may be justified in your words and blameless in your judgment. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, you delight in truth, in the inner, in the inward being, and you teach me wisdom in the secret heart. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have broken rejoice. Hide not your face from my sin. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners will return to you. Deliver me from blood guilt, guilt, guiltiness, O God, O God of my salvation, and my tongue will sing aloud of your righteousness. Father, we come to you right now. Lord, thank you that you see each one of our hearts. Lord, you see where each one of us is on this journey. Lord, you see what you have been laying a finger on. Lord, you see those things that you've been desiring to lay a finger on. And maybe because of our pride or our busyness, we've just been focused on other things and we have not been able to listen to your spirit. And we just ask this morning that you would create in us a clean heart, O God, and that you would renew a right spirit within us. Lord, I ask that just in these moments you would speak to our hearts, Lord. God, we desire to be part of that bride of Christ that is pure and holy. And Lord, I know that it, we, we will be dressed that day in your righteousness. But Lord, I pray that we would also be honest right now of, in those areas where, Lord, we have allowed sin, we have allowed impurity, we have allowed darkness to come and bring impurity into our lives, God. Lord, I know it might just be something small today, but I believe that that is a tool that the enemy uses to ruin your work in our lives and to lead us down a wrong, wrong path. So, Lord, I ask that you would speak to us clearly this morning if there is something that we need to repent of, if there is something that, as you see us this morning, Things are not right. It's, it may be an attitude. It may be pride. It may be arrogance. It may be 
words that have been spoken from our lips. Divisive words. Lord, thank you for your love. Thank you that we can come and we don't have to be afraid of those broken places in our hearts this morning. And Lord, I pray that we would be willing to come just as we are. Thank you that you came, that we can be healed. And I pray that your purity, your purity, Lord, would be our standard. God, forgive us for where we have compared ourselves among ourselves. Lord, you said that's not wise. Lord, I pray that your purity would be our standard. Holy Spirit, speak to our hearts right now. Anywhere where your purity has been missing, anywhere where impurity and sin has come, Lord, may we be quick to repent. And thank you that you are so faithful and you are so just to forgive us and to cleanse us. Lord, in these moments, I just pray, God, that you would do what only you can do. Speak to our hearts. And may we say yes to you and may we come in repentance. If there is if there's something that this morning you feel like God is is speaking to you and he's saying to your heart something that you need to repent of um I would just invite I would just invite you to stand before God and just be honest with him in these moments there's no shame that we come to a place like this and we need to repent um there's no shame that we as believers uh, find ourselves maybe getting defiled by the world. Um, Daniel, if you want to just put on some music, that would be fine. Um, I just want to encourage you, if there's something that God, the Holy Spirit, on your heart this morning, don't be afraid to stand. Just where you are, just stand and we'll, we'll wrap this time up shortly. Just be honest with it. Whatever it is, he already knows about it. You know, for me this week, I don't know how many times, but it feels like it was at least a dozen that I wrestled with God and said, I don't have an attitude. I don't want to put down a brother in Christ. But at the end of the day, as I allow God to speak, I realized that's what my heart was, that there was impurity there. And as I came before him and repented, he takes that impurity. Father, I just pray that you would baptize us with your honesty right now. Lord, that we would not be afraid of those broken places. 
Lord, whether it's a small thing or a big thing, thank you, Lord Jesus, that the ground is level at the foot of the cross. And Lord, we do just come and we stand saying that we need you, Jesus. Lord, we desire that we could be a pure and spotless bride, dressed in your righteousness alone. Lord, would you make us like that? Would you make us more like Jesus? Lord, thank you for each one here this morning. Thank you for honest hearts. And Lord, I pray that you would pour in your oil and wine. I pray, Lord, that you would wash us in your blood, Lord, that we can be more and more pure and holy like you are. Father, that we can be a bride. Lord, not one that if you came back you would have to be ashamed of, but a bride that is pure and holy, dressed in your righteousness. Father, thank you for your love. Thank you for what you're doing in this place. Lord, I pray for your touch in each one of our lives this morning. Father, thank you for each one that is here. And Lord, this morning, we do desire to walk in repentance. Lord, whether it's this morning that you put your finger on something in our lives, or whether it's this afternoon or tomorrow morning, Lord, I pray that our answer would be yes. And we would not be ashamed of those places. Lord, I pray that your finger would just continue to move. Holy Spirit, have your way in our midst. Have your way in my heart. We promise to give you all honor and glory. We thank you for what you're doing and what you're going to continue to do. Why don't we all stand? I want to encourage us to, as we wrap up this time, Just look, look, say it to someone else beside you. You look good this morning, dressed in his righteousness, or it's afternoon already. Just say it to someone beside you. You look good this afternoon, dressed in his righteousness. Just say it to each other. And I just say that to all of you as we wrap this time up. You look good, dressed in his righteousness. Continue to press into it and allow him, his righteousness, to be perfected in you. Thank you all for this time. Is there any uh, details that we missed, any announcement that we need to hear, or are we good? Thank you all for being here. Go with Christ and allow him to continue his, to purify you. That's my heart. That's my desire. Um, when we look at the way God wants to move and when we look at the way he brings revival it's from honesty and I want to bless and honor and applaud the honesty and I just pray that God would continue to baptize us as a church in honesty Um, many times things that we say we don't think are big deals as 
the Holy Spirit puts his finger on them, all of a sudden, maybe they're a little bigger deal than we thought. But we don't have to be afraid of that. And we're allowed to be honest and come in repentance and walk in that. So go with God, dressed in his righteousness, and uh, live this week for him. Thank you all for being here. You're dismissed.